the only thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline Read. in the dollar. It's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning, good morning. You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on the radio. I'm Troy Harmon here with Shauna Theriault and the one and only Jarrett McKenzie. That's right, back in action. There we go, yeah. Uh, both Shauna and Jarrett are... Uh, in our financial planning, our planning and implementation department, uh, both hold the CFP. Shauna also holds a CPA and a CDFA. Correct. And Jared has another designation, the CWS. That's right. I didn't miss anything, did I guess? No, you didn't. No. A lot of, oh, a lot yeah. of letters there. You guys are, uh, <laughs> Not quite the overachiever, Shauna. <laughs> you guys are ultimately qualified to give <laughs> advice on a financial radio show, and mm-hmm. that's uh, what we'll do today. Um so uh, looking at the market, uh, had a pretty significant gain over the last five days. Yeah, we finally broke back over 25,000 on the Dow, huh? Nice. Yeah. It's been a while. I don't, I don't even know when the last time we, we've seen that. I, mean, I know it's been a good 30 days probably, wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah, well, right. We had, uh, we, the market's gone back and forth a little bit. Um, one of the low points, and I say one of because it has gone as I said, back and forth. The high point was clearly January 26th. We were up 7.2%. Uh, market then sold off into February. About February 8th was one of the low points. Uh, tried to rally and gain a little bit of strength. Uh, failed and fell again kind of near that same level. But this week uh, we're up, and uh, the market's up 3.6%. Uh, as we are on the radio at the moment, um, led once again by technology, up 13.5%. Consumer discretionary is uh, a, a little bit distant second, but still very respectable, almost 11%. Uh, energy up 6.28. Uh, we have the big negative consumer staples still. We've talked about this uh, at length. Consumer staples down 12.6%. Telecom down 9.8. Utilities down 8%. Um, you know, it, it's a feast or famine kind of thing, and it really feels like uh, interest rates are impacting much of the return. Um, when you look at what we have, and I know I've talked about this a little on the air. Uh, it seems like growth is all the rage this year yeah. uh, so far. Uh, if you look at the S&P 500 growth stocks, they are up at this point 9.95%, almost 10% year-to-date. And if you look at value stocks, they're down 1.1%. There is a 10% differential mm-hmm. between growth and value, uh, and that's about 3% worse than it was as far as when I say worse. I mean, a, mm-hmm. a wider gap between the two than it was just last week. Yeah. Uh, so anything that uh, that is growth related has been getting, uh, you know, bid up. Well, it's probably because of the IT sector, right? I mean, that's dry. Almost everything there you'd consider growth yep. for the most part, and everything else seems to be suffering. I think last time we were on, what did you say? I, this probably still doesn't hold true, but I think at the time, nine of the 11 sectors of the S&P 500 were in negative territory. Um, right. Looks like maybe now we're at, uh, I guess, seven. 
Seven uh, of the eleven. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's it's healthcare is very flat. Um, yeah. You know, I'm still surprised with the consumer staples. I mean, financials I, as well. I I, I just can't. I, I'm. Do you think it's because we're still seeing an exodus? from investors trying to go back to the traditional fixed income where they had sort of flocked to the, the more dividend-driven, you know, because I was thinking before that maybe this was not as reasonable as you would think it would be uh, in, in, during a time that was, you know, a lot more growth-oriented. But for right now, with all the volatility, I would think that a lot of investors would want to be remaining in those holdings. But, I mean, clearly between these year-to-date yeah. numbers and, and the prior week, uh, it's just really suffering. I, yeah, fund flows actually have a lot to do with it, Jarrett. And I know you're referring to it. It actually happened probably strongest in uh, 2015 and 16. As I recall, 2016, uh, the Dow Jones Select U.S. Dividend Index was up a little better than 21% in a year when the S&P 500 was up uh, right at 11. It was 1095 or something like that. Uh, so... You know, those dividend-paying stocks actually doubled the performance, the overall S&P 500. Uh, Much of the issue was uh, investors had decided that they needed more yield. So instead of sitting in uh, fixed-income bonds Mm -hmm. uh, or uh, bond-related investments, they decided that they would branch out a little bit and uh, take on the risk of equity so that they could get about a 3.5%, sometimes a 4% dividend yield. Uh, what has happened now is we've seen the yield curve actually move up in a parallel manner from December of last year until now, um, almost across the board. And it seems like a parallel shift, meaning that, as I said, across the board. So the two-year, the 10-year, the seven-year, every spot in the curve is up uh, approximately 65 basis points or 0.65%. Yeah, so now investors want to go back to holding the debt, right? Because they're going to right. get paid first in the event of a, a bankruptcy exactly. or default or any it's, of that. It's a safer, it's, less risky way to invest and right. still get your real income, your your current income. Yeah. Uh, right now, you can get um, better than 3% on a uh, CD. These are uh, CDs that we see uh, that are traded in the market. It's not your average bank uh, certificate of deposit, but they are issued by banks. Uh, The difference is instead of going to your bank and buying the CD and then have penalties in case you wanted to sell it, you have to actually hold it until maturity. In the case that I'm talking about, these are CDs that you can trade on the market as if they were a bond. and what we're seeing is even out 2021, so three years um, till maturity, we're seeing 3% available in those. Uh, so you either take uh, more risk to get a little better than 3% in the overall portfolio. Uh, we run a portfolio in-house. Uh, the the yield on it has crept up a little bit in uh, recent days. Um but just say three and a quarter percent, but you're taking on the risk of an equity instead of a, a bond, a fixed int- a fixed income instrument that actually mm-hmm. gives you uh, a contract, for lack of a better term, sure. that tells you, okay, over time I'm going to give you this much as a percent, and your principal all back at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a known uh, a known uh, cash flow and at a known time. So, you know, unless you saw defaults and, hey, let's face it, I'm talking about certificates of deposit that are backed by the FDIC insurance Mm -hmm. as if, you know, you'd made the deposit in the bank. Um, It's it's significantly less risky than taking that risk in an equity portfolio. Now, uh, when I look at things like Philip Morris, um, 
uh, Procter & Gamble, some of these other companies, their yields, their dividend yields are actually, because they've sold off so hard, right. are getting well over 4% and 5% in some cases. So, sure. uh, you well, know, there are deals in the market. And, and uh, just for instance, the last time we saw such a disparity between growth and value investments mm-hmm. was the tech bubble. I'm not saying that this is a tech bubble. Sure. Uh, I'm just telling you that uh, it's been a long time since we saw uh, the market focus so heavily on growth uh, to the point where it's throwing out uh, true cash cow type investments that have uh, better fundamentals. Well, we've been talking about all year how high tech companies have gone last year, this year, how they are overvalued. So could it be a tech bubble? Uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, I could I could easily argue that. Um, I think what you've seen lately, a lot of people are giving the company credence uh, in as much as in the first quarter we saw these companies come out. They had, uh, uh, you know, the market was uh, assuming that uh, their guidance from previous quarters was still solid. Uh, the companies hit those those marks. Uh, earnings in the, the first quarter were significantly higher. Overall, the market was up uh, as far as earnings growth just in the first quarter alone, 23.6%, as I recall. And most of that was technology, right? Well, a lot of it. Energy actually was uh, okay. had earnings growth of uh, 94.99%. Uh-huh. And that is just mainly because of but easy they came comps. from Yeah, easy they came comps. from being down. I mean, tech has gone up and up and up, Significantly, right? yes. Uh, so information technology. So that was almost a correction. 30.39% growth in earnings in the first quarter alone. Uh, last year, tech stocks were up 38.38%. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we said, year to date, they're up 13 and a half uh, it's it's been a, a hugely yeah, it's been a great uh, run growth story big in tech and uh, you would have to believe at some point um, yeah the, the, they could potentially fall out of favor haven't well, seen it something lately I was talking about with a client yesterday I mean you know at this point we do have a lot of overweight and overvalued probably stocks within that sector the technology sector and. Quite frankly, I think there's a lot on sale, if you will, in the consumer staples sector. Absolutely. And now it's even more enticing because not only are they probably trading at a discount, but also the market cycle, the economic cycle that we're in, they would be more attractive, generally in a speaking. Down market, right, recession. exactly. So if you're preparing for a pullback in the market and you're looking for undervalued or, or, or stocks that you're going to be able to get in at a discount, maybe just a cheaper price, right now, to me, it seems extremely sensible to start trimming some of those winners that you've seen, even if you're holding the likes of Netflix and Amazon and Facebook and all these that, you know, the Fang stock that people like, take some of your profits, put them in consumer staples. I, I bet you 12 or 24 months out, you'll be glad you did. Yeah, no doubt. Let's talk a little about economic issues that uh, were reported in the last week. Employment situation, 223,000 jobs were created in May, which is better than the 193 or 4,000. Yeah, but what about that article that came out this week which? that said there is there are more jobs available than yeah. people available to work? Yeah, now one thing you did see was a decline in the unemployment rate from 39 to 3.8%. Mm-hmm. But it came on the heels of uh, the uh, employment participation um, rate actually rising, I mean, falling. So there are fewer people that are participating that could be participating. See, that, that's got why I don't know where you get those sidelines. numbers. Exactly. we got folks sitting on the sidelines more so uh, then, then we're available to work. And as you said, you know, more jobs, especially high-paying tech-type jobs, which is usually what we're 
thinking about. And this same argument, Shauna, to your point, has been used since the tech bubble. We saw a lot of folks that were uh, employed in the uh, technology sector who, uh, you know, lost their job because of the tech bubble bursting. Mm -hmm. And uh, we made an excuse for a long time that these are just people that are sitting on the sidelines until they get the job they want instead of going to work at the at the local gas station or whatever it might be they were considered underemployed if they were employed at all so i don't know it, it there there are some mental gymnastics you have to get over uh to look at that but i do believe the 223,000 jobs uh, you know and it's seasonally adjusted so um i, I think jobs are being created it's just a matter of uh Really At this rate of unemployment, I mean, do you think that some of this is maybe like one of us trying to go work at McDonald's? They probably wouldn't hire us because... They might not. Yeah, I mean, if you're really overqualified for something, for you're probably going to want more pay. You probably... It's not going to be a good fit. a temporary thing or you're still looking for something yeah. else until you... you know, so, you know, if you're your between time. jobs, maybe they're interviewing, but... The, the normal or average person is probably not going to go interview for a job like that if they're looking for a tech job, right? So then stuff that they might otherwise you know, be willing to do, maybe they're over. I'm just trying to think of, I've never really seen unemployment this low. Uh, I mean, of course, the last time it was, I, I was a lot younger. And so it, how, how young I'm thinking, you, I don't know, I was between two and 35. Somewhere between the yeah. two of those. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly what that was. Now, right? My point is, narrow band. yeah, I feel 60 You're with 60 these five kids, kids running through my house. Yeah. yeah. Kids uh, years. Is that like dog years? <laughs> You add 10 years for every child yeah. you have. Oh, You're yeah. almost 90. I feel it. Why do you think I shaved my head? I'm trying to just keep the gray out. I don't, yeah. you know, I can't be. Well, you're doing a great job. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't know. see a single gray hair from here. In can't fact, see I can't a hair really at see. all. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You, well, you don't That's have to shave it much when it doesn't grow as much, you know. I mean, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> all right. Stick around. You're listening to Money Talks. When we get back, we'll finish out your thought here. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.